just five. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's that time of the week. It's the time for the Monkey Nut Punch podcast. As always on these podcasting journeys, we've got Nige, who lives in a cupboard. Hello, Nige. Hello, everyone. But is it under the sea? It's not under the sea, I'm afraid. No. And then we've got Keith. Hello. Who's, uh, who's droning um, thumbnails look? Rather reminiscent to some other thumbnails that I've seen on some other channel somewhere, <laughs> Night. I wonder where he yeah. got them from. Oh, I don't know where his inspiration has come from, to be fair. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Monkey Nut Punch podcast. This week we will be talking DC movie news, some Marvel movie news, um, some gaming news in regards to Lucasfilm stuff. And then we got a review of this week's episode of The Expanse, WandaVision, which we've all watched. Well done, Nigel. Have a biscuit. Um, and then we've got some funny stories <coughs> towards the end. So, without further ado, oh, actually, guys, you you, you should talk. I should. I, I've, I've, I'm so caffeinated. I think is the best way of describing myself. We've said hi. Um, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> I'm so caffeinated. Buzzing. <laughs> All right, so our first story is about Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg in the Justice League. Now, Ray Fisher has been a pain in the ass for a good while, um, but I haven't put anything on there because it's kind of, how can I put it? Um, it's a bit of a non-starter as far as I'm concerned because there's no fucking evidence. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Joss Whedon was an arsehole to me. It's like, yeah, we believe that. Um, more? <laughs> we got anything? Any examples? Any witnesses? Anything? No? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I made a... How can I put it? I made a, uh, a prediction that we would never see a DC standalone cyborg film. And this is helping backing me up so I can say I fucking called it. So um, he's been removed from the flash amongst uh, tensions and clashes with DC Warner Brothers over Joss Whedon and a guy called Walter Hamada, who's a, is a is an Asian fella. And uh, he's been how can I put it, Cryborg all over Twitter, and he released a, a, a block of audio uh, of a meeting that he had with the Warner Brother people. The problem is it didn't say anything on that audio that was released. Um, he plays Vic Sloan, and he kind of had the ask because Cyborg has a, a catchphrase, which is, Booyah! Yeah? He's kind of famous for saying it. And Ray Fisher didn't want to say that. Yeah? 
So Ray Fisher was being a pain in the ass during the, the reshoots and stuff for Justice League where Will, uh, Will Wheaton, <laughs> Joss Whedon took over. Will Wheaton took over? Uh, Joss Whedon took over and he said that Joss Whedon was very unprofessional. Uh, Joss, Whedon, Joss Whedon was probably under the gun at, the, at that point in time to try and get a film out. And they'd already spent a good you know, $150 million on it at the time. Um, so he put, he, put, um, he put the allegations across and said that him and Jeff Johns, who's... Uh, He's a good comic book writer, but I think he's crap when it comes to like kind of TV and, and, and cinema and whatnot. Um, he said that he was no longer uh, willing to work with someone he was described as an enabler. This is a reference to um, Walter Hamada. Um, Fisher, you know, he appeared in, in the Bat Batman uh, Dawn of Justice and he was supposed to appear in The Flash. But now because of all the, how can I put it? throwing out of uh, accusations of racism and this, that, and the other. They've turned around and gone, bye, we don't want you. <laughs> it's easier to have, you know, the film without you, out, out any of these tensions. Now, there's a joke that he is the, how can I put it, the Colin Kaepernick of uh, studios. If you know anything about Colin Kaepernick, he was a so-so quarterback, I think, um, uh, who did the whole taking a knee nonsense um, he was he was shit. He was going to get cut. He, he wasn't going anywhere, um, and he wasn't you know wasn't up to snuff. Uh, and it seems like Ray Fisher is trying to build up all these things so he can get special kind of dispensations and uh, agreements and stuff in place so he can have things his way so he can be treated differently. Um, it's not going to work because he's not great. He's not a great actor. He's not uh, he's not one of these big stars. He's not like a Robert Downey Jr. or um, Christian Bale or someone like that, who throws a paddy on set because they're, you know, trying to be professional. And that was fucking hilarious. Um, so, yeah, it's I find this uh, it's it's disturbing that we have now turned into this society where we um, judge everyone on characteristics that they have no ability to change. So, guys, what do you think about uh, Ray Fisher and Cyborg? Um, his character didn't particularly make um, much of an impact on me, but then the DC Universe didn't. Um, is he is he back for um, the extended uh, Snyder Cup? I think he's already done his bits for that. I think mm -hmm. he's already done his bits for that. He did it before uh, Christmas. If you're going to shoot off about a director, um, you got to be prepared to cope with what comes your way. Simple as that. Sounds a bit nuts, to be honest. Yeah, it does sound a little. Uh, it does sound a little nuts. And uh, from history and stuff, we know that uh, Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, fucking Will Wheaton is too. That just Wheaton, Wheaton isn't the. <laughs> it's fucking Will Wheaton every time. Wheaton is not the uh, not the easiest person to to get on with. He does. He does want things. He's uh, it's like that kind of alter kind of thing and. Uh, he does abuse his power, shall we say, when it comes to women. So I don't believe that Joss Whedon is, is racist. I think that um, what's his mush was having a, a diva-ish moment, shall we say, and uh, Joss Whedon and Walter Armada were like, we're not having this shit. Just get on with yeah. it. We paid you to film this. We paid you to say that line. Say the line, yeah? I thought, you know, I thought I was in that case. I would have made him stand out in front of the entire thing. He would have filmed it too. And goes, you're going to say, booyah, a hundred times in a hundred different ways without repeating yourself. There's a challenge. Get on with it. And then after that, it probably wouldn't have had an issue. Um, but 
I don't think we've seen a cyborg movie. No, so, what I find really weird is they put Cyborg in Justice League and not the Martian Manhunter. Because I thought the Martian Manhunter was more Justice League than Cyborg. Yes, I agree with you. I know he was in Flashpoint, um, but I'm sure my, my head—I don't know where I got. Probably from watching like bloody Smallville and the the, the, the WBC. Um, uh, what do you call it? TV shows like The Flash and whatnot. I got that impression that the Martian Manhunter is. More important than Cyborg. But saying that, in Doom Patrol, you've got Cyborg. And the guy who plays him is really good. And I really enjoy watching him. Yes. In Doom Patrol, yeah. he is good. That guy yes, is he's it, entertaining. Yes. Um, but, but the character is slightly different. And, yeah, no, it works. It works in 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 that. But uh, I didn't think much of him in Justice League. He was kind of a background character, really. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, he, he didn't stick out at all. If you'd have taken him no. out of that film, I don't think I would have noticed. I think the only time not, I noticed not, was the bit where he talks to really. Alfred when he's in the bat porky thing. Yeah, and apparently yeah. he did have a whole backstory and bits inside the Justice League story that was cut out. It's pretty much so we may to get so we may get to see that then in the Snyder Cut um, because yes, there was meant to be a, a, a whole backstory that was cut out, but then the Snyder. But then Justice League was such a mess, so you know, it's uh, that's possibly why Joss Whedon's had issues doing anything since then, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he's a pain in the pain in the ass, shall we say? Um, okay. Before we move on to the next story, we're going to say hello to where is it? Um, to Covaction. Hello. How are we doing? Um, so you on. Uh, uh, Keith streamed the other day. Um, we've got to point out when I said laters, uh, I wasn't leaving, I was saying laters to someone in the chat. <laughs> um, but what I did, what I did is I swapped over and I started watching it on your channel rather than Keith's. So, <laughs> so you got the watch time from me rather than Keith. Um, but I did, yeah, did have you in the background for that. So yeah, thanks for thanks for that, mate. Um, as I said, this uh, we like we like comments and stuff. Um, so we'll we'll move on to our next story. Watching the content so far? Why don't you join in and leave a comment? Ah, oh, Chris Evans, Chris Evans. And we're not talking the ginger-haired DJ of Radio uh, 2, or former DJ of Radio 2. We're talking uh, Captain America. He's set to come back to the MCU, even though we'd written the character out at the end of Endgame. So uh, Deadline reports that a deal has been struck between Chris and Marvel to star at, in at least one Marvel pro prophecy, one Marvel property with a door open for a second film. The surprising news comes as the stars uh, publicly indicated that Avengers Endgame was his final movie. Uh, and I think he's looked back at his career and he's gone, mm, I'm Captain America really, aren't I? I should do a Captain America film, a regular film, a Captain America film, and then maybe that. Plus, with the coof and everything, it's, how can I say, it's uh, job security because uh, they're more likely mm. to invest in Chris Evans as Captain America than they are Chris Evans on his own, I'm afraid to say. It's uh, something that um, Duncan Mackey brought up in, a, in like a, a, a studio kind of interview where he said that it's we don't have movie stars anymore. We seem to have, the, the role tends to be more the star, like James Bond, yeah? So he was saying that, that it's not Duncan, uh, Duncan Mackey. Uh, what's he saying? Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. Mackie. Surely that was someone you work with. Shh, I was supposed to say. 
He's a giant Scottish fellow. He's really scary, by the way, that Duncan Mackey. <laughs> Not Anthony Mackey. He's, he, he seems quite pleasant and approachable. Um, <laughs> so's Duncan. Um, but... <laughs> Anthony Mackie said, because it's not about Anthony Mackie anymore. It's more about him being the Falcon. Now, it seems a bit weird because they're doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier as a set of uh, TV shows, Saturday morning, afternoon TV shows for Disney+. Plus. So, is he going to be in with that? Or are they going to enter him into the Multiverse of Madness? Is he going to be in WandaVision? What's, well, probably not WandaVision and probably not Loki. Um What's what's going on there with that? Because that seems seems strange. Because they did age him out. So are we going to get an old, an old Captain America who's just going to be sitting around going, no, in my day we didn't do that. We used guns. It's gonna it's gonna be him sitting on his veranda in a rocking chair, going, well, I remember this one time when I did this. And then it's a whole back sequence of him as a younger self doing something. Then that's the entire episode. Either. Either that or the Loki series is going to do a um, flashpoint and kind of wipe out the ending of um, what do you would call it? Um, Endgame. Endgame. Because there are also rumours doing the round that Dowdy Jr. might want to come back as well for the very same reason. <laughs> Job security. Job security in and an ounce in a well his kind of, his kind of, uh, Dr. Doolittle was a massive flop, wasn't it? Um yeah. which was just before the, the Rona. Um so um it's yeah, it's I, I I'm not surprised by this. I, I, I like him as Captain America. If they're gonna bring him back, great. Um I hope it's if they're going to do it in there in the Disney Plus offering, better be good. Better be good. It, it, it better be good. Um, I'm thinking probably the Multiverse of Madness. Maybe for, for him. I'm thinking the Multiverse of Madness because they can they can it give you having multiple universes gives you so many options. Yeah, because you can just pluck him from another universe um, and have it that way. Maybe a universe where they fucked up and he was saved from the snap, etc. Via this route, we don't know. Mm -hmm. WandaVision might lead into that. Loki also might lead into that. Probably well, better start leading into something, but we'll get into that in the reviews. Yeah, we will we'll, uh... we'll, we'll get into the, into the reviews because I've got my... I, I, basically, me and Nigel have already talked about this and, uh, and we both have feelings on this. And I think my feelings are a little kind of sharp, shall we say, in regards to this. But I can understand Chris Evans like kind of, you know, I went out, couldn't get any other jobs. No one's really interested in me. They're really interested in Captain America. But he need what they sh he should have been doing is he should have been doing the Captain America and the Marvel stuff and then doing his own thing. So it's like with boy bands, yeah. Boy bands when they come out when they first come out, they come up with this kind of big hippity hoppity hippity yeah kind of the thing that gets everyone moving and dancing and shit yeah. And then and then it's the one they're all sitting on chairs and they're singing softly and sweetly. And then it's back to the bibbity bobbity boo shit and then back to the and they keep doing that. Bibbity yeah? bobbity bibbity bobbity. <laughs> it's but. It goes in a similar vein for actors too. Yeah, mm -hmm. you do your big kind of your massive blockbuster, and then you do your little drama thing. Yeah, and then the people who watch the blockbuster get drawn towards the drama. So the drama gets to go. You get to do a, a, a more meaningful character. You get to do something a bit more interesting that kind of flexes your acting muscles. Um, but with um, but yeah, it's the it's the boy band method. It's the only way. It's the only way I can think of it. I, I think the only person that probably doesn't apply to is 
at the moment is probably The Rock. Because he just goes out and goes, fucking leading man! Oh, like the, the Rock just goes for the big blockbusters every time. It's every film. Try to find a film which is... That's not um, there the was the one about the female wrestler that he produced. That um, was the comedy had, with had, Frost. Fighting with yes. my family? Yes, yes. 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 He was that, sort that of was in, the, yeah, he had a bit part. No, I agree yeah. with that one, yeah. No, he had a bit part, yeah. but he was still... Back to the That's the only one I can think of, in fairness, Gareth. Um, um, but he was in that one. But Nick Frost was was great in that film. Loved him. Yeah, fantastic. Um, mm. But again, that 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 comes from I've done so many big films. I can do a small one, and it gives the small one attention because we probably wouldn't have cared if The Rock was in it. Say if Kurt Angle was in it. I like Kurt Angle. He's bald as hell from when the first time I saw him on TV. If he'd done that, because he's a wrestler, you guys go, who the fuck is Kurt Angle? I don't know. Do you know, do you know Kurt Angle? Exactly. <laughs> is it Big Daddy? No, Kurt Angle's no. a wrestler. He's, he was, he was Big in Daddy's the WWF. He was, uh, he, he's, he was an Olympic gold medal. Talking, talking about wrestling now, I'm just going to shut down. Uh, I don't really know it, because um, back when I was growing up, the only time you could see them was um, when you had cable, I didn't have cable, or you yeah. pop around to your mate's house who had a VHS player, and uh, you no, know, that's all. Yeah. But um, going back to this uh, Chris Evans thing, um, we watched WandaVision, which we'll talk about later, and then we went straight on to watching um, Civil War. Okay. Uh, with the kids. Right. It, it's a good film, and um, I sat there and I was um, sitting again, do you know what? I'm actually thinking that uh captain america he is a bit of a dick um i can't align myself with him at the moment he is a bit of a dick that's then, <laughs> then that's the everyone's acid. fighting everyone's <laughs> okay. fighting each other in the airport scene and the that's person not... who stole the show yeah. spider-man yeah that's fucking how you... brilliant that's he nasty. was amazing in that it's his little quips yeah. and they're going how old are you you know and it didn't matter because he was just sitting there taking the piss. He's like, what, too busy chatting. He goes, I don't know about who you've been fighting before, but we don't do this much talking. And he's, um, no, so, uh, yeah, I've digressed a little bit, but it just reminded me, Chris, uh, Chris in as uh, Captain America, yeah, he's always forever going to be Captain America. And unfortunately, that Civil War made me think that Captain America is a little bit of a dick. But okay, all right. That, that's how you tell if you're an authoritarian or a libertarian is if you support Iron Man. <laughs> and we'll move on to our next one. On Facebook, give us a like on our Facebook page, Monkey Nut Punch. Thanks. Okay, I need to sort the bumps out a bit better, guys. So you, we need some. I need some recording and bits from you. Right. Okay. So we've got the 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 Suicide Squad film two with um, oh James Gunn directing. Um, the John Cena character, ironically, who's a wrestler, um, he, <laughs> on his audition tape, apparently accused um, Aquaman of fucking fish. <laughs> no other way of putting it. <laughs> Which I think is a great little thing, because the guy's supposed to be an arsehole, right? <laughs> so having say a direct comment was like, does, does he shag dolphins? I don't know. Like, in the boys, they indicate that the deep might be shagging dolphins um, as a... Uh, as a kind of piss take from it, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, originally the video leaked on Vimeo as an audition tape featuring the actor uh, and the casting director's lines that he read involving the peacemaker character. 
He uh, cheekily calls himself Miracle Man, and uh, and a character called Jose rumored uh, uh, to be uh, gangbuster or tank man um, in the anti-hero kind of clique. Now, the, in the sequence, uh, Peacemaker rails against the uh, DCEU's Aquaman for sleeping with fish, uh, sleeping with so speaking to other men about his carnal desires, also saying that the king of Atlantis is bisexual and uh, suffers from bestiality. Um, I think that's a great way of a great way of him putting his character across. I love that. That makes me think. God, this guy's going to be like. Um, I think I'm trying to think of characters who um, who shoot their mouths off and rude and very caustic. So you've got Gene Hunt from uh, Ashes to yeah. Ashes and Life on Mars. <laughs> I've and, got so many yeah. of his quotes. Oh. <laughs> I still love his quotes. It's, it's fake as a tranny's fanny. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so that kind of uh, kind of makes me feel that we're going to get a very funny, caustic character in the shape of of the peacemaker. Um, I think Cena can do that. I think John Cena can do that. He's I, he's quite charismatic. I think. I I watched him in was it Bumblebee, which I think is the best. Yeah. Everyone doesn't like. People don't seem to like that movie, but that's the best Transformers movie. The reason is best you, one. The reason is is you can follow what's going on. Which you can't do with the other Transformers. I watch the other Transformers movie and it's explosions everywhere. And then Shia LaBeouf doing something stupid. And I think, oh, let's get the scissors and remove Shia LaBeouf from the movie because he doesn't need to be in it. Yeah, I like Optimus Prime and all that nonsense. But this this is a good sign for the, for the um, uh, what do you call it? The, 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 the um, Suicide Squad 2 movie. I think that we might um, we might be in for a good one for that. What are your thoughts, Nigel? Oh, sorry. Go on, uh, I know nothing of Aquaman. He might be fucking fish. I, I don't know. <laughs> did you see the Bumblebee movie, Nigel? Yes, I did prefer that. John, John, Cena, John Cena was the not bad guy. He was the army guy in that. And I thought he was really good. I mean, I think Bumblebee's my favourite Transformers movie by I Country Mark. Yeah, I thought John Cena was really good in that. Mm. Yeah, mm. I thought he, he. I watched it with my wife, and she went, "Oh, is he going to be the hero character?" I went, "No, no, he's, he's technically the villain." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Change his mind at the end, but all the way through, he's technically the villain. Yeah, um, but it's a really yeah. good. Yeah, like you say, you can follow it through. It's got a plot, whereas uh, the other Transformer night <laughs> films are literally. Um, Shit's happening. It's like explosion, explosion, bang, bang. Oh, walking along here, explosion, explosion, bang, bang. Sorry, Michael Bay. What? Bang, 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 bang. That's how he. That's how he speaks. <laughs> Michael Bay. He doesn't talk English or French or any language. He just goes bang, 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 explosion, explosion, bosh, bosh, bing. He has to talk with firecrackers in meetings. He's got like a bin and he just lights up firecrackers. He's got three firecrackers. He's got little party poppers. You know, you chuck on the floor. Bang, 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 pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. So I'm generally looking forward to this Suicide Squad because I, I think it could be quite good. Um, and I like some of the casting and no Will Smith. So <laughs> uh, they've got lots of good, good, they've got loads of people to make up for a lack of Will Smith. I'll be honest with you. I'd probably prefer it if they didn't have Harley Quinn in it. She's been quite good as Harley Quinn. Okay, don't get me wrong, the Emancipation film, I haven't seen it. But she the was the patient of Harley Quinn, you mean? Yeah, but she, 
I, I quite like Margot Robbie, and I thought she was pretty good as Harley Quinn. I don't think the movie, the last movie that she was in was very good, but I, I'm interested to see what James Gunn does with her. But I don't, I, I, Margot Robbie's all right. She's she's all right. Um, I think she's all right if she's not got any creative input. If that makes any sense, does that make sense? Mm. If I said to say, I said, look, if you, if you take away her creative input from it, um, she's all right. I've enjoyed her in most things that I've seen her in, um, and I thought she was. I haven't seen that 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 Harley Quinn movie because I just won't support that um, no. for obvious reason. Um, but um, I liked, she was about the only thing that I liked in Suicide Squad. And funny enough, it was on the TV earlier. And my wife started watching it. I went, this is a crap movie. It's just a bad movie. But Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn was all right in it. Yeah. But yeah. having said that, Kaylee Kukau as the voice of Harley Quinn in the cartoon is much better. So I would quite like to see Kaylee Kukau because she's hot. Um, I've had a crush on her for years. Do me a favor, find, um, find me a picture of this Kaylee Kukau person so I can see because uh, Penny, Penny, Penny from, Penny from the Big Bang Theory. Kaylee oh, Kukau, yeah. oh, right? no. She, no, yeah. no, go with no. the cartoon, is really good because no. the cartoon's kind of adult no. and she does it well. She no. does the voice really no. well. I do not do the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory, no, I'm not talking about the Big Bang Theory, but the, the actress. Is hot, and she is really good at at, at the um, Harley Quinn voice. The cartoon's really good; it's adult related. She bangs bloody um, um, poison ivy. Oh my god, Keith! For crying out loud, that sounds. You've lowered like, the tone. You've lowered one. You've lowered the tone, and two. That sounds like SJW's kind of. No, 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 no! It's not. It's not. It's not. Trust me. It's not. Keith, I've you're getting way it. too it's excited not. for this. He's yeah, getting way too excited for this. I, I, <laughs> I think uh um I think he needs something. Oh yeah, I know what he's saying. God damn these electric sex bands. That's what you need for that. <laughs> anyway. All right, so I, I think it, was, it, it looks entertaining. I've got a good feeling about the Suicide Squad movie, the second movie. It's got Peter Capaldi in it, and I love Peter Capaldi, so it gets a, it gets a thumbs up automatically um, from me because he was he was great as, as as the Doctor and he was great as Malcolm Tucker. Um, I've got any, uh, we've got some rude comments from from Cove Action Nigel. Would you like to to, <laughs> to pick out some of these rude comments? <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, okay. One of them uh, is he's actually talking about Aquaman, man. Uh, Aquaman's got the hots for Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of uh, Keith does. Um, so, uh, under the sea or the sheets, I'm sure that was Keith. Um, ever wondered why Ariel wears seashells? Because she outgrew the bee shell. Oh, oh, Chuck. That's, uh, that's so good. that's so bad. It's funny. <laughs> that is so bad. I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> Anywho, let's uh, let's move on to TV, shall we, gents? <laughs> All right, this is an old story, um, but I think it's a relevant story because um, 
I hadn't looked too much into the to the to the to the One Division TV series until like, I think the trailer came out, and I didn't really look into the Loki TV series. Yeah, we're gonna get fucking bait and switched with the Loki TV series. All right, we are gonna get screwed. So we think we're gonna get Tom Hiddleston for the entire run, um, but it looks like uh, they're gonna replace him with a female-led Loki. Now I'm hoping it's a one-episode thing. She looks fairly pretty. She looks like a, a slimmer version of uh, Watson Michelson. I um, think if they did that, they're going to be in trouble because Tom Hilston is incredibly popular. I, I, and he's popular with the girls because he's, he's not a bad looking chap. Um, and he's, in, uh, he's popular with the men because, you know, it's Tom Hilston. I don't see them doing this. This would be one of the biggest missteps they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And the worst thing is, I think it might be true. I, uh, I think there's a chance that it will be true. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a one episode. It'll be like a Doctor Light episode, as we used to get when Doctor Who was good. But we have female Loki instead. Yeah. Yeah, but that could work for an episode, and that could be interesting to explore. But I don't see them doing that for... Tom Hiddleston is Loki. He's established, yeah. yeah, right. And 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 we know when they have done this in the comics, it has failed. Surely in twenty twenty one, they're not going to be that stupid. Yeah, it, you know, but safe space. Yeah, safe space didn't even come out because it got I such really a freaking. Really wanted that comic to come out. Sorry. Oh, I did as well. But, we would have. Um... We we could have. We could have had a good hour tearing the tearing that to shit. Um... <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't buy this at, this at this point in time. And I think if it does, the internet will erupt more than it has ever done before. And there'll be all these people... That I don't even think they're going to win. They won't even win the feminists and all that, that lot because they, everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. He can't do anything wrong, that man. Mm. Yeah. Um, so looking at that article... Um, I've forgotten much about Loki because, you know, uh, not like you guys. Um, yeah, he's a he's the master of illusion. So potentially it's just going to be for an episode or two where he transforms into this alter ego to avoid detection or whatever. I don't, I don't know. But they're also saying that this, uh, this lady could be playing um, Signin, Sigin, I, I don't know, how to, or Enchantress. Um, she she's she's dressed up as Loki, mate. Because she's um she's got blonde hair. Loki's got black hair. But that could be part of the illusion, but that um, she might not have her wig on. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It could but be a wig. Picture, it's not an official picture, is it? I can Which... certainly understand that, that there is a certain amount of healthy scissorism about this. Really? I understand where you're I understand you where you're coming from. But I, I, I just, I don't see them doing this. I, I don't see them being that dumb. You know, I know that they can. You can't, you can't. I, take I think they will lose over. They will lose way over half the the audience. They would. That that this would be two thirds, probably three quarters of your audience gone. I can't see them doing this. Well, just just a quick one. Have we seen any shots from the Eternals? No. The gender fluid gang. I don't think that movie's ever going to see the fucking light of day. 
Well, I it has think... been shot. It was being shot in 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 London because they closed off yeah. areas of parts of London for it. But yeah, it's I I um I think that I think they're very capable of doing this. The Eternals is my example of they're very capable of doing this, but they prioritise a gay couple over the story. Yeah, it's not like kind of hey, we're going to see the origins of Thanos, the Mad Titan, and the people who made him like that because that would be fucking interesting. No, we're gonna we, we've got a gay couple and people are gender fluid. That's not story, gentlemen, ladies. It's not story. What story is? It's like how did they become? It's like the history of them. Are we going to see like the history of the Eternals up until now? Are we going to get the Watcher? You know, are they going to do a Secret not- War sort of thing? That's not quite gender swapping your main character that is really yeah, well established. It comes from the thing. same source. Yeah, but it, I, 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 don't, I just don't think it's the same thing. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Marvel are very guilty of, of going wokey woke um, and doing things like that stupid shot in Endgame, um, which was, you know, just pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, and. <laughs> But it, it, it that you know focusing on a gay couple that's all all, all twenty twenty and you know um, everything and we've done that we've seen that in a lot of things but that doesn't that won't lose you three quarters of your audience that film might not do very well but it's not the same thing as taking a well established really likable character because everybody loves to hate Loki but he's played by Tom Hiddleston. Mm. I, I just I don't see them going that far. If they do, then then Feige needs to be fired because that's just moronic. Yeah. And I just don't see him doing that. I just don't see them going that far. Although, having said that, Catherine Kennedy's still got a job. So they yeah. might. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm going to wait for that one because it says that he's going to be in the first two episodes and then disappear after that. So maybe in the first two episodes and the last episode, and we get female Thoki, 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 Thoki in between. We'll say. I was going to say um, well, Thoki. Having, having seen Wonder Vision, yeah, okay, I'm not going to put anything past them at the moment. But let's 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 wait until we get to to, to Wonder Vision, yeah, because that that's that's in our review section. So let's move on to the games. I'm supposed to share the screen there. Um, all right, so this is one from Nigel. Um, Ubisoft are making Star Wars open uh, a Star Wars open world game, ending EA's exclusive, which is a good thing. Yay! But it's Ubisoft. Ah, shucks. So climbing um, up towers, and uh, what are we going to be climbing up? What are we going to be climbing up? It's towers, isn't to it? View. It's climbing up towers. Towers it's- of Panthers. Towers, <laughs> panthers stacked on top of each other. But yeah, you have to go around and collect enough panthers in order to form a tower to create a radio mast. <laughs> Just to yeah. jump off it into a hay bale, that convenient is level. So yes, so this this is this is a good one because um they've newly put out uh, Lucasfilm Games. Yeah, so they've created a division. When they got rid of Lucas Games, yeah. They've now bought them back because they turned around and looked at what EA was done. It's like, shit, not only if we upset the gaming public, we've upset the general public and we've upset the political people all in one foul swoop with uh, Battlefront 2, which they did fix. They did go back and fix, which I'm quite uh, uh, good. But they've killed the exclusivity with um, 
uh, with EA, which is a good thing, which will make hopefully make EA a bit more competitive. Um, mm. I haven't got round to playing the uh, what's the game with the ginger fella and the lightsaber. The, 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 the yeah. oh. what's it called? Oh god, it's a good one. Fallen Order. Star Wars Fallen Order. I haven't got around to playing. I've literally I'm literally scraping the scrapyards, which is like two minutes into the game. I oh, made yeah. a friend, he got killed. <laughs> That's how it went for me. Um so it goes downhill from there. It does. <laughs> he uh it's it's a it's a good thing. I'm hoping they'll come up with some more games. There was that Star Wars 1313 game that Lucas games we're going to put out if you remember we had the two guys um two kind of black ops kind of guys in the in the star wars universe which looked good um and then they can do the like mandalorian game i imagine if i was um uh, what do you call it um uh, lucasfilm we want a mandalorian game to tie in with mandalorian we want boba fett we want you know all these other people in it we'll get them to get the actors to voice the parts and whatnot which is great um, which I want, um, but have the, the, the big thing, the big takeaway from this is no more EA, and then hopefully that will stop EA from monetizing the crap out of it. They've cancelled more games, uh, Star Wars games, than I think they've made. True, true. One, two, three, four. Yeah, they've cancelled more games than they've made if we throw 1313 13 in there. Um, I can't remember any of them. I did a moment ago when I said the comment, which is really annoying. Um, but there was the one that Visceral Games were doing, I know that, which they were doing with Amy Hennig. Oh. Yeah, come <laughs> Have you read the bump about the game, what they've said about the game? Because that's interesting. Uh, which, because I've got two articles, which article was it on? Um, it on? I, I, heard it, I heard it on a podcast the, oh, okay. the other day. Um, but they were basically saying it's going to bring the Star Wars that everybody knows. But it was the way they were emphasizing the everybody knows. It sounds like they're going after the Mandalorian um, and original star wars rather than than disney captain kennedy star wars that's what it sounds like and an open world game set in the star wars universe that we love it certainly got me interested i'm not Surely gonna lie that's... it got me interested keith as soon as you said uh star wars that we already know i sat there and my first thought is not the old republic yes because the... <clears throat> yeah but that's not that's not what everybody knows that's what you know Yes. And I know you're desperate for a night to the old republic, and we shouldn't oh, yeah, have got the republic. We should have got the old republic. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. find funny? Apparently, the second night to the old republic game was made in the space of a year. Why can't game people do that now? And, and it wasn't even buggy. Yeah. Homewell. It, it was really good. It was two different companies who made Quarter One and Quarter Two. Two different companies. Yeah. I think one was Bethesda, and one was uh, is it Obsidian? I can't yeah, remember. Obsidian, yeah. you know, it was Obsidian. I'm sure it was Obsidian. So, Obsidian had a thing for picking up sequels. Yeah. Now, the thing, the thing with this uh, EA thing is, um, it's not just going to be. As far as I'm aware, it's not just going to be Ubisoft picking up games. There's going to be other companies up out there who now have access to do a licensed game for Star Wars. So we can always live in hope that another Kotor will be around the corner. But then there might be the the Fallen Order was a very very good game. It's one of the best Star Wars games I've I've played in recent uh, recent times. So yeah, I, I I hope that Ubisoft actually do pull it out the bag and do a, a proper RPG because that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's 
I'm hoping they do a good game. The problem is it's them. If they turned around and said it was Insomniac doing it, who did the Spider-Man game, I feel a bit more happy. Um, I don't know why I've got them in my head for doing a Star Wars game as well. It should uh, it should be good. Um, so, uh, yeah, EA, Star Wars, kind of the exclusivity's been broken. Doesn't mean they can't make Star Wars games because I think they're up to 2023 with a license for it. Um, mm-hmm. But hopefully, as I said, competition is good because it will drive them to try and outdo Ubisoft, which I, is great. I did, I, the thing is, the last EA Star Wars game that I played was the 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 the, the, the sim one, right? And oh, and yeah. I know that um, Babster returned it. Um, it was meant to be good, but I got completely turned off by it because of the story mode and the, just the woke bullshit nonsense in it. Now I might try. Have you have have you tried it on the PS5? Have they kind of next gen it for the I, PS5? I have, I have loaded it onto my PS5. I haven't got around to playing on it. The thing that got me was the uh, the flight physics for the thing. It didn't feel like a spaceship. It didn't feel like a, an aircraft. Um, and it, it felt weird. Yeah, that that it didn't. I think it, I prefer Battlefield 2's um start um yeah controls they they were good that was i loved that they 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 committed to the idea of it flying like a plane and they were like Mm. right we're gonna commit to having this this thing flying like a plane yeah i i I completely understand you there because it was the um battlefield uh, one felt much better the other one felt weird because it was the one bit where you're supposed to fly into a star destroyer and destroy it's like a sensor right at the top and what I did is I just I, I flew over it, I stopped, laying down, and I'm just uh, fired at it because that's what you can do in space, yeah. And it was like, what what's going on here? It's like these these things in the films fly like planes, and they shouldn't. I know this, yeah. They should fly like spaceships, but they didn't have it. Wouldn't f- fly like a Star Fury. Didn't move like the Rosinante. No, it, it it was it was just this weird thing, a plane that didn't fly properly. It felt very PS one ish. Um, if you ever played War of the Worlds. Um, like on the PS1, because it was a War of the Worlds game on the PS1, the Jeff Wayne's one, it had some flight dynamics in it, which was really janky, and it reminded me of that. And I was transported back to the 90s um, for a brief minute when I was when I was much younger. And I had more hair. Um, <laughs> uh, any spicy comments, Nigel? Uh, no, only the fact that I've, I've just realised that KOTOR 2 has been released on mobile phones, which you can buy. So. Oh, I imagine that they are probably going to sting you for as many things as possible. Oh, you need a health pack? That's 50p. Hand over now. I know. Yeah. I, it's a shame, really. But um, it, it was 14 quid yeah. on Android. Yeah. Okay, and well, maybe a lot it's... a money for a mobile game. No. All right, so let's move on to the next one. Brave enough to follow us on Twitter? You'll find us. Monkey Nut Punch. Thanks. I think I need to have the audio on that one. Um, right, so we're moving from one Lucasfilms thing to another because Lucas Games have gone uh, gone to to, to uh, come to a fruition, shall we say? They're planning on doing a new Indiana Jones 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 new Indiana Jones game uh, coming from Bethesda, uh, and it's going to be done by the Wolfenstein developers. Now, the Wolfenstein developers, um, with their last game, which is free currently on the on the Xbox. Uh, Screwed pooch, uh, and it makes me worried. They did the the first Wolfenstein really well. The second one, there was some bits that I didn't quite like in the way they put it together. Um, it was comical in place. They had this. There is one poor black actress who gets to be head of the resistance in everything. 
Yeah, if you want to have this resistance, you just hire this black lady. I cannot remember her name, but she is in everything I've watched, and it's really At annoying. Least consistent. At least they are consistent. Um, so we've got that in there. Um, and the bit where he loses, he gets his head cut. His character gets his head cut off. A spoiler warning. Uh, isn't isn't great. So we've got the the Indiana, uh, the Indiana Jones game. Now the weird thing is because it's getting done by Bethesda. Um, that's run by Microsoft, so this means that it might be an Xbox X Series exclusive. Now, here comes the funny thing: is I don't think it will be because it's Disney who own it, and Disney will go, no, 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 everywhere. We want it on fridges and smart toilets. That's how badly we want this game out. Yeah. Um, so, if they've been given yeah. a license, that might be one of the agreements. And they said, Microsoft said that certain things that Bethesda do will be on everything. And I imagine. When you've got the hands on someone else's license, it's not like with Spider-Man because Sony solely own the rights to Spider-Man, um, where Bethesda have been leased the rights to um, Indiana Jones game. Now, I'm trying to think of the, the best kind of game for an Indiana Jones game. I'll be honest with you: is either the Tomb, the the Uncharted model, or the Tomb Raider model, which is almost the same as Uncharted model, but the characters, the sprites are bigger. Um, that's the only difference that I could find in it. Can I raise you the uh, the point and click adventure game from Lucas Arts? It's not Indiana Jones. There no, was, um, Dream on. I know what you're talking about. I remember that game. Fantastic um, because, game because I played that alongside the Star Trek TOS point and click adventure game too, which was quite good because um, I had decent space. I had a fairly decent com space combat in that. Yeah, but yeah. If I, you remember around that time, so many. Adventure games were coming out, King's mm. Quest and yeah. uh Legend Suit Larry, um oh, The Dig, uh Tentacles, yeah, um oh, Day, God, of the Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion, uh Full Throttle, Sam and Max, all of those sort of games. And then there's also Indiana Jones slightly before Sam and Max and all that, but still a great game. You never know. We yeah. might get something like that again. It's a great little game based Look, off I, a film. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your, get your dreams and just crumple them up and just throw them. Oh, They're not gonna do that. Don't. It's gonna be an action adventure game. All right. Then the yeah, next they, question is, 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 is it gonna be? Are we gonna get Grumpy Harrison Ford doing the voiceover? Is it gonna be? Oh, 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 I'm gonna crash my plane into something. Is he gonna have a plane crash scene in it? That's the, that's the one thing I want to know, actually. If there's gonna be in the end of Jones, Indiana Jones game, is there gonna be a plane crash? Um, because that's what we're looking for in a in a golf course. Into a golf course. It's like, where, <laughs> Indy, where should we put the plane? We can land in the school field. It goes, oh, the swimming pool, golf course. Find me a golf course. <laughs> Dig a hole in one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that'd be weird. We'll keep an eye on that because if they, if if Bethesda do do it, I'm trying to think of a Bethesda game. I think it's the guys who um, did Dishonored might be the ones that will be producing this game. I can't remember the name of the company. Um, I read I it and I forgot. So much stuff to remember for the show. Um, but you know, if it's those people, you know, you need to look Arcane. at the Dishonored games. Arcane, Arcane Studios. Studios. Ah, that's it. Thank you. So they did Prey, which I really liked, um, but I didn't like. Um, I didn't like the Dishonored one. I played it. I got three hours into it, and I went, oh, "This is shit." 
and that was with the with the male character, the first one that everyone liked. And I was like, nope, I don't like this. Give me another game. Bah. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our next story. Enjoying the content so far? Why not subscribe and never miss out on a video? Thanks. See, if it's just me, it sounds really weird in my ears. So I'm going to have to get you guys to record some of these as we're going along. Now, we talked about this last week, about the PlayStation uh, sales being low in Japan. But I found out some more stuff around this, yeah? Um, at the moment, I think the sales are... Oh, crikey, where's my notes? Um, the, the sales are lower than it was for the PlayStation 1. Yeah, so it's it's... Sorry, no, it's slightly higher than it is for the PlayStation 1. So this is the worst performing PlayStation console since the first PlayStation came out. Now, apparently, um, Sony Corporation have been really shitty towards the Japanese customer base. Yep, they moved to Cal they moved to California, and strangely enough, all of a sudden started disrespecting their consumer base. There seems to be a pattern here, gentlemen. Star Wars goes to Disney. All this shit goes into that kind of Californian mentality. And all of a sudden, they're being shitty towards their customers. Yeah. Same thing here with Sony. Yeah. They, they didn't put out the PlayStation launch trailers in Japanese. Okay. They didn't. So when I say in Japanese, I mean dubbed over with a Japanese voice. So I think they had subtitles, yeah? So where... That is just fucking rude, considering that's the, I think that's the third biggest market. That's the third biggest market. It's the US, Europe, and then Japan, yeah? Japan is always, always the differentiator, which helped them beat Microsoft when it came to being biggest in platforms, yeah? Because Microsoft's home is pretty much the US, yeah? When it comes to selling these consoles, Europe, mixed bag, and Japan was always, was, was a Sony pony sort of thing, yeah? But they didn't, apparently, they didn't put those trailers out, yeah? The other thing, too, is that they don't like the controller. And I don't think it's they don't like the controller as a piece of hardware. I think they don't like the controller because they've changed some of the buttons around on it. Remember, I th I'm going to see if your brain works really well here, Keith. Do you remember playing Metal Gear Solid, yeah? When you yeah. wanted to confirm something, you wouldn't press the X button. You'd press the O button, wouldn't you? And it was really annoying yeah. for us because we'd always press the X button. Now, there's a reason for that, because the O button in Japan is seen as a symbol of, okay, yes, I will have that. And the X button is seen as wrong, cross, bad. I don't want that. But they've changed it around, and they don't, they, they don't customize it for the Japanese market. So they're looking at it, what the fuck are you doing here? What the hell's going on here? Why would you change all this stuff? And it, I, Stay away from California. Go to Texas. If you've got a business... <laughs> Go to Texas. Stay away from California. Full of assholes. It's asshole central. Um, couldn't they, couldn't Sony have created their own their own trailer for the Japan market? Couldn't Sony Japan have made their own video for yes. the Japanese market? Yes, because they it's or, such a big or market. they could have done the least amount of effort and got a member of staff to voice over in Japanese. Yeah. That could have been the least amount of effort, the least amount of money. Here's an extra thousand yen. Well, that's probably not enough, actually. That's probably enough to buy a fucking chocolate bar. Um, but you get the idea. A little bit of thought and consideration by Sony could have, uh, could have, but not would have, but could have avoided a little bit of this in Japan. Although I still think that um, it's not selling very well in, in Japan because they're 
probably just isn't the stock available. I don't think it, I don't think I don't think it is a stock thing. I think if it's not if if they haven't got enough stock, it's because they don't give a shit about them as as an audience. Yeah. Well, why stock? You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I get mine get mine on on the release date here, but they haven't told us how much stock's coming here. Um, and and bearing in mind there's a pandemic going on, and that has hit the Japanese economy. But it certainly sounds like. That 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 baffles me. If they have done, have they? If they really have, I'm, I'm going to have to look into it more details. But this is what these are the little things I was I've been looking for and and pulling out in places. Uh, at, That's baffling. This is baffling, but it, it fits with the fact that you move to California and all of a sudden you forget about who the fuck made you your money and why you're relevant. And that fits. That fits that fucking logic. I'm sorry if you're American and you live in California, but my advice is get out of the fucking state where you can. And get out of the state before they change their tax rules to turn around. Say if you lived in there in the X amount of period, even if you so if you've been there for X amount of period, even if you don't live there and you don't have a resident there, you get charged tax. What a pile of shit! It's because your spending's out of control, you balmy twats. Uh, anyway, from one annoyance to another. Watching the content so far? Why don't you join in and leave a comment? Batteries and the bloody Xbox controller. Right, don't right. get me right, Who put this in pocket? Because it wasn't me. Was it you, Nigel? Well done, Nigel. This is a good story. Right? Batteries. This is our big, big annoyance with the Xbox and the Xbox controller is the double A batteries that you have to put in the bloody thing. Yeah? It is the one thing. It's, Sony's got that. It, it's built into the controller. It charges up and you just plug it's it into It's archaic. It is, it is. bloody archaic but, yeah. but apparently this comes from a deal that they've got with duracell so duracell are probably giving them free batteries um or a payout um so that, that they because if you get an xbox controller they do come with duracell batteries if i remember correctly all the ones i've had will always come with duracell batteries Mine did, duracell, yeah. yeah do you get what you call it and, and <clears throat> sorry they come with duracell batteries um there was admission from the UK marketing manager of the company. Uh, it was a, it was an option. A stealth, uh, talking to Stealth Optional, and uh, there's always been a deal with Duracell and Xbox, and the, it, it consistency uh, it consists of Duracell batteries being placed with Microsoft products, and that's why they they don't have battery packs because of the agreement they've got with Duracell. Mystery solved, myth busted. Yes, gentlemen, we finally got to the bottom. Um, Microsoft's being tight. And making some money off of Duracell at the same time. Um, unfortunately, it's very, how can I put it, um, anti-consumer. But we finally got to the bottom of it. Thank you, Nige. Well done. I salute you. <laughs> well, I, because I've, I've always wondered this. Um, and I've always wondered why in this day and age we have to use a separate AA battery to go in. Yeah, you can go get some rechargeable ones. Keep them recharging whilst you're playing but then i can just simply plug in my playstation controller and play at the same time while it's charging and then disconnect and do whatever i want i can't do that with mine but um oh, as soon as my batteries have run out yeah. my duracell ran out um within that week brilliant batteries yeah. 
I went and bought a uh, rechargeable battery pack. None official, of course, because that wouldn't buy an additional battery exactly. pack. Exactly. It's I had stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> In order for me to play, to, to, I, I can. I've got this little battery pack that um, is it replaces the batteries and and the back cover as well. And I simply place it on this thing that's plugged in into the Xbox and it will charge and tell me when it's fully charged and then I can play. Why? Why don't they just get rid of this stupid notion of using Duracell? It's archaic. But they're making mm. money from it. That's why. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. To the detriment of your of, of, your, of your customers. And it, 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 we're in 20... This is a next-gen console. I mean, hell, they should have done it in the last next gen console. This is the next next gen in console, <laughs> and it still hasn't got any batteries in the I'm sorry, but this pisses me off. I, I, I won't buy one. I won't yeah. get one. Fuck them. Yeah, no, I I, I, I understand it's, that. I, they I, um, they do uh, on their websites again. Ooh, looks like you're looking at controllers. How about this? charging pack it's like they sell you and for additional mm. 20 quid cable and charge pack mm. oh. so in, no, in I, essence in order to have a, an equivalent playstation controller you've got to pay 20 quid more so where yeah. we're paying 60 quid for a playstation controller you're paying 60 quid for the controller plus 20 quid for the xbox charge and play pack yeah but the, I, the only I, the only way you're going to get me on an Xbox is um, if uh, they bring out an exclusive, and it has to be bloody exceptional. Because I won't yeah. buy one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's I, true. I got I got one. I'm I'm working my way through the um, the ultimate, so I'm working through through some games and stuff like that. I don't I don't dislike it. I just wish there was a next gen exclusive for me to play. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> controller felt like a, a next-gen co controller that's the, yeah. that's the, right, that's the other thing like. that's the other thing i have an original xbox with an original xbox sorry an original xbox one with an original xbox one controller i have uh, an xbox one controller that i bought yeah i i only found this out the other day because i was just pulled it out because i haven't used it in ages the original xbox one controller that came with the console feels as cheap as fuck Mm -hmm. The one that you buy, premium, mm -hmm. has a great feel to it, yeah? My Xbox X S series, that controller, cheap as fuck. I bet you if I buy another one, it'll feel as premium as the fucking red I one I've got you on what, Xbox One. what happens every time I've gone to buy an Xbox. You go and buy an Xbox, and you went, there's all these hidden costs. It's like buying one in America with the hidden tax. Um, it, 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 you, you, there's all these hidden costs. You buy a PlayStation, yeah. you get everything in the box. What is wrong with you, Microsoft? You numpties. Make a <laughs> right. dip. battery in it. <laughs> I just like to just like to point out that, that with the new PlayStation controller, um, if you don't have a headset, you can talk. Nigel was talking about this earlier. You can talk through the controller to your friends. Yes. Which you have to buy a headset for the Xbox One. All right. Um, we got some comments from Covaction. Um, one. So. Uh, piece yeah, oh. I just want to take you back a little bit. Oh, okay. Sorry, Nigel. Yeah, there is this one. 
I'll let you, I'll right, let yeah. you take control. Sorry, my bad. The, the, the at, sticky at, at the moment, yeah, at the moment, yeah. I've got the X series or Series X and the PS5, and at the moment, yeah, the PS5 uh, rules over that. Um, however, when I was talking about adventure games, let's just suit Larry. He likes that game, it seems. Uh, I, 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 he likes I, it too. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of an xbox file yeah yeah they need to sort things out they need to be a little bit more consumer friendly or give you the option to have a controller which comes with a built-in battery rather than always the same and buying something extra that would be nice mm. i agree keith is going to blow a head gasket he's like a, he's, a, he's like a truck do you know the worst case. thing is he's, he's so angry he's popped a boner. <laughs> There's so much blood being pushed out away from his art. This one gets to me. This one really does. Really does. Okay, well, um, we know that Stephen Moffat listened to our previous podcast. Maybe, maybe we can get what's his mush to listen to, to this podcast. Um uh, I can't remember his name now. Phil Spencer. Is it Phil Spencer? Yes, Phil Spencer. Anyway, that's, I, think, uh, that's... I think Phil does around, so let's invite him on. controller. See you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I just tried to keep the timing right there. Um, <laughs> I thought I would have ended it with Keith, and I didn't realize you were you're trying to put your all in at the same time too. Um, so we're going to talk reviews. We'll start off with the Expanse because I love the Expanse. I love it so much. It's so good. I watched. I'm watching. I'm watching the whole. I'm watching the whole series again, and I've watched the whole series all the way up until the bit from Eros, where it gets uh, pushed into to Venus. Yeah, I thought, how good was that as a series? It built up and built up, and it's just everything just went up on a nice gentle gradient. Mwah. TV perfection. Um, but we're talking about the latest episode from season five. It's the one where everyone cries. Um, and one of them's got more reason to cry than the other because hard vacuum of space is really painful. Mm. So we, we 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 catch up with everything that's happened. We've got um, Bobby and Alex. They're 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 running around in the screaming firehawk, or what was the Razorback? We've got Holden who is going after the Zemaze, I think it's called to get the pro, uh, proto molecule sample. And you've got. Marco and Aros being a complete and utter bastard. And I love the fact that he's such a... The guy, you really want to lamp him. That actor's doing such a good job there. You, it's like Joffrey. You know, he wanted to slap that little shit around. Even... I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but the actor who played Joffrey did that one to slap the shit out of him very well. Yeah, that face. Oh, dude, he did. Um, but it was the way he portrayed himself that helped you want to do that. So we've got it here... Um, They've the Rosanatti sorted out all its crap. It's now heading towards the Zamaya. It passes, I think it passes the bloody Razorback as it's hunting down the Zamaya because they find that their transmission delays are not enough. Uh, and then they tell them they've got a Martian Navy and stuff, and you need to be careful. Anyway, they manage to catch up to it. And Holden starts off with that uh, we're going to destroy it to get the proton molecule sample. And then he's like, kind of, oh my God, they've got Naomi. Maybe we should capture them and figure out what's going on. To which two crew members, which were Bull, who's kind of. Um, the replacement for Alex at the moment, and um, Monica Stewart, who's the uh, the newscaster, and they're saying that you should be destroying this proto molecule sample. Um, so they get to that there, and they take, and literally they pound the, they, they, the the way the the, the Zemea launched its full complement of fucking torpedoes. 
at them. It comes out in a lovely little spiral pattern and then starts heading towards them and then like kind of shit, hold on to something quick. Um, that was fantastic. I love that. Um, I get the feeling that those torpedoes that they've got are, are, are how can I put it, more useful than the photon torpedoes in bloody Star Trek. They look make them look shit. And they're just like fucking lumps of metal with a few guidance rockets and stuff on. That, that was really good. But most of the story focused around Marco and Aros, Philip and uh, and Naomi, which caused a lot of crying to go on because there's a lot of confessions about what happened. So Naomi confessed to, to Philip. She said, guys, look, I didn't abandon you. You were kept from me. Yeah, it was so bad. I was going to fucking end it in an airlock. Uh, and flush himself out in space. But I turned around and decided, you know what? If he's not going to be with his mother, I might as well carry on. Um, and then maybe one day there's a chance that we, we could get back together or, or something along those lines. And then you've got, oh, I can't remember his name, Sid, Sin or something, the big fella who's like the, the Amos stand-in for the evil crew of the Pella. Um, you've got him, and he confesses that he saw her at the airlock, and he'd been hiding Philip away from her. Um, and then uh, all hell breaks loose because uh, Philip turns around and says he's all of a sudden doesn't like his mother, gives a proper slap to the face in front of the rest of the crew on the pillar and tells her to go on her way, which I think is a uh, look at this hand so you don't see what this hand's doing uh, moment um, because Naomi managed to make it back to an airlock where, I, where the big fella turns around and sees her and he thinks, oh, shit, she's going to commit suicide. And she's so pissed off at him, she doesn't try to save him. And she says, you shouldn't have come into the airlock. She injects herself with a load of vacuum drug stuff and launches herself out of the airlock, leaving Matey behind to die in the vacuum of space. Maybe he doesn't die in the vacuum of space. Um, and then she hits towards the Chet Smoker. And it's great because she goes into the vacuum, yeah? And you're like, kind of, good dude, you can't go into the vacuum without something going wrong. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the journey, her face just fucking swells up and her eyes start bleeding. And, oh, it looked really painful. And she managed to make it to the Chet Smoker. Um, loved it. it get, we're getting towards the end now because they're all trying to, you know, converge on one another. So it'll be a lot of Amos next week, I imagine. I enjoyed the crap out of that. I really enjoyed the crap out of that. It, was, it wasn't as good as some of the other episodes, but it told us a lot, and it gives you, or I like to say, it's active protagonists, where Naomi didn't sit there and say, oh, we've been slept. I'm going to go and hide and cry in a corner. She went, no, I'm getting off the fucking ship. <laughs> Which was... Yeah, know, still don't like her, and she killed him, and I don't think she needed to. She could have let him out. He wouldn't have stopped her. Um, you know, she said, I'm escaping. Um... I'm not killing myself. Um, no, and he, she did kill him. Well, she kills him in the book. So whether he's dead in the in this, but he dies in the book. Yeah, yeah, he dies um, in the book. I know that. Um, I thought you'd have a problem with this scene because you know it's people floating in space, Gareth. You, you, you that, that's your personal. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, it's when you float in space and there's no consequence. Yeah, yeah. There was. And you could this. see quite clearly uh, there was a consequence of being in a vacuum. And face just uh, she looked like she went twenty rounds with Mike Tyson. For fuck's sake. I'm enjoying it, but I still maintain that I don't think this was initially uh, created for uh, episode of the week. I think the way this feels is if it feels like it should be binge watched, um, and I can't escape that feeling. The episodes don't, the endings are not endings, um, if that makes sense. They just kind of end. And okay, this one had more of an ending than uh, the, the last few episodes had, but it doesn't feel like. This feels like Amazon made the decision 
to schedule this weekly after this had been shot because you know that you know you've seen Netflix and 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 stuff where they make episode of week show like Mandalorian always knew it was going to be an episode of the week thing so it has definitive endings these episodes don't um it's not a criticism it, it fits um, it, it fits it's an observation it fits with the book though if you read yeah, those no, books, they always leave you with a bloody cliffhanger. Man, can you go to the next starting chapter? And you have to read through. I was like, kind of, oh, and then Naomi does something. Dum, dum, dum. Ah, Bobby. I've got to read through Bobby's thing. Oh, Bobby does something. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, I'm back to Naomi. Yeah. And you, the book you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It, I'm, I, might be, I might be wrong, but that's just how it feels. Um, but I, I, I'm enjoying it. And you're right. Marcus, the, the actor that is playing Marcus Nara. Is is really good, and and he 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 flips, and and the way he does it, um, and yeah, this week he was Joffrey, but last week he wasn't, and there was a moment where you do sympathise when when he told Naomi, you 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 know, you broke my heart, you devastated me, and and then there's a tear, and you think, oh, oh you poor, and then five seconds later, he's an absolute arsehole, and you want to slap the shit out of him. Um, it's, so it's, 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 really well. it's really, really, it's very well acted. It's a very well written part. Um, where the fuck is Avacerola? I need some more Avacerola. I know you don't agree with that, guys, but I'm missing the shit out of her. She's my um, she's my wife's favourite character. She loves yeah. that. And if you want I to see, if you want to see an example of a strong female character, yeah, they don't have to kick ass. They can be plotting and clever and use people. Yeah, they don't have to do that in order to be strong. At the moment, she, the character is going through a bit of a. I think because her husband died, and you are right. The previous actor, when I when I watched through it, he's a more, much more sympathetic actor. He wouldn't have left her. Yeah, no. he would have disagreed with her. He would have told her that you were wrong, but he wouldn't have left her. He'd been through no. all this other shit. Yeah, and he wouldn't have left her. And there's bits in the original series where he tells about all the shit that they've been through. They rewrote the part. <laughs> they rewrote the part. They recast it. The actor wasn't good. And uh, and the husband wasn't good. He wasn't the character that you saw in the first one. And that's the uh, that is my criticism of season four. Um, I don't know why they did that because it that that's the one thing that annoys me. So whereas we keep seeing, you know, Avicera looking at her phone, and we know the husband's dead. I don't feel sympathetic towards the husband being dead because I couldn't stand him in season four, and that's a shame. Because had that the actor from season one played him and they and and they played him like he did in the first one, I would have been I would have been crying with him because yeah. I, I I like that part. So that's my only criticism. Uh, I suppose I'm missing Avicerola. I know why, and I know why the TV series is doing what it's doing. Um, it, it I just miss her because I love the character. So, um, yeah. but no, it's great. It's fantastic. Best bloody thing on TV. I'm going to miss the shit out of this in three weeks when it ends, and I'm going to be going, when's season six coming? And of course, it's not going to be filmed for months. Pandemic. Um, yeah. But uh, I can't wait for season six, because I know that fucking everything's going to go to shit. Um, so um, I can't wait for it. Yeah. It's awesome. Nigel. Nice. Do you want to try and get a word in edge race there? <laughs> Between the two of us, I don't think you've got a chance to get a word in edge race there. Um, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I enjoyed the episode. Yes, I liked what uh, Naomi did. Um, yeah, uh, Marco is a dick, and the actor is doing such a good job um, at portraying that. I think, Philip, I, it did slip her the, the drug to get her across. Um, I also felt that Naomi... Uh, 
did have the opportunity to let the bloke get back in and close the door mm. so he didn't get harmed. However, I think she felt uh, he deserved it because of her because of his part in taking Philip away from her. Mm. But um, my she... only criticism with that episode is there was no Amos. I know you're going to get a lot. I imagine you're going to get a lot of Amos next week. It's going to be Amos centric. Just week. don't pronounce, mispronounce that. Timmy time next week. Um, but, I, but no, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a. I'm not a. I. I don't like me Naomi. I. I. I find her very difficult to like. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. She's tricky. I, I like think. Her. I think that's just. Um, See, I, the the thing, isn't it? Right. When, when it comes to Naomi, Naomi's biggest problem was when she gave the proto molecule sample to Fred. Fred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's when she, yeah. she gave the pro. So that's the biggest thing about Naomi that I go, mm, yeah. But not so much. But, not so much. Mr. Mr. Keefe, would you would you would you let me finish my sentence, please? Thank you very much. Um, he gave the product multiple set, but that had a consequence. She left the crew. They found yeah, out that she gave, and she left the crew, and she was like, "Shit, I fucked up. I can't be around you guys. I'm sorry. I made a mistake." No, no, you're, a rather large proportion of season three of, of, of where she doesn't need the crew and, and, and is really rather entitled. And that's it's, I, 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 I understood her reasoning for giving the proto monocle to Fred Johnson. I got that. That's not why I dislike her. It was the whole fucking sense of entitlement bullshit afterwards where she expected the crew not to be pissed off at her. And, you know, and she was getting all uppity when the crew were call, calling it, you know, treating her like shit because she betrayed them. And she what? didn't act, didn't act in, a, in a way that she was sorry. She acted like really fucking entitled. But, and she's been entitled ever since. And I don't like that. She just, she's just not a nice character. Okay, sorry. I think that don't deserves that. And you will respect my authority. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, all right, but but again, active active protagonists in story. She was an active, and all the others were active, and that's I, I do prefer. I hate watching it when you've got a character that, that that sits around and all of a sudden they become the best Jedi for doing nothing. Yeah, Gary, that pisses me off. Of it, the fact that this show manages to make me feel like that about a character is it's doing something right, or yeah, you know. Don't like Naomi, but I love the show. So, what can you know? What can I say? Um, fucking love Avasarala. Oh, I can't get enough of it. Avasarala. The thing is, Avasarala is a ba absolute bastard. She will do yes. anything to get stuff done, and she doesn't care who she treads on. She does it for a reason. She does it yeah, for a reason. Yeah, you can you can sympathise with her position, but some of the things she does isn't isn't great. And on that note, <clears throat> enjoying yourself? Why not leave us a like on YouTube? Thanks. WandaVision! WandaVision came out Friday, and I watched it. And I felt that it only needed to be one episode long. Um, it was... It, you had the black and white bits in it, uh, and they were fine. Uh, and we got the idea. It, we took, it took us three minutes to get the idea. Anything longer than that was overemphasizing the point. Um, we knew that things weren't right, right in this universe. Uh, we knew that the kind of things would be pointed to it. But two episodes of this, instead of doing like one episode in the 50s, one in the 60s, one in the 70s, and then mystery, yeah? 
they didn't. It, it did that. And then she had the bit where she, she had the break, where she realized that things weren't quite right. And then, in, and then all this weird stuff. Now, what I think it is, is I think she's in some weird dreamlike state because it seems to be using dream logic. Okay. And my example for this is she goes outside and she finds a little toy helicopter in color in the bush. In a bush. <laughs> in Wanda's bush, she finds this little thing. It's not a helicopter. It's using dream logic. Yeah. It's transformed a drone into a helicopter. I'm impressed that you have managed to get that far. I couldn't even get that far through. It's utter crap, Gareth. It's I, just okay. It's... It was. It was. It was. I was eating lunch. All right. <laughs> the thing that got me was uh, there were some things, but this is the funny thing. When I saw the helicopter, it had the little sword logo on it, which is interesting. But it reminded me of this: the time that Thanos had a helicopter and terrorized the city. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> And it reminded me of that, and I don't think it's that case. But the whole thing is built on dream logic. There are little bits and hints and stuff in it. So you had the helicopter, you have the advert break in between. So you had the Tony Stark toaster thing, uh, the Tony Stark toaster oven, which is sort of everything, and it had the, the thingy, which could be a reference to um, when the, the, the missile landed in the flat from the films, from Age of Ultron films. And then we move on to that, and then it's got the bits cut with blood that, that these people that she's seeing as characters in the story aren't necessarily characters in the story. These might be real people that she's manipulating. And when they cut themselves, they are actually hurting. And there is a danger that she might be killing these people. Yeah. So they might be trapped in there with her. You've managed to watch this at a level. I couldn't, I, I, I I'm sorry. I think, crap. I think he's going to alienate a massive proportion of the, the audience certainly the first i couldn't get through the first episode i was bored and and and, and it's mimicking something whereas the second episode was was recognizable because i have seen bewitched and genie the first episode was based upon things like i love lucy and stuff like that that no one outside of a real niche other than americans is going to get and and the thing is the Marvel cinematic universe is is loved by all it's no longer America. Yes, you had Captain America uh, uh, and stuff, but it, it the, but it what Captain America was not very Captain America. If you look at the original Captain America, he was far more appealing to the rest of the world because you know Marvel is hugely popular outside of America now and has been. This is alienate everybody because nobody's going to get it. I was bored. It was crap. The second episode was only slightly better because I related to the. The 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 I um bewitched kind of thing, which the first episode didn't mm. have. But even the second episode was like the only thing that got me excited was those brief moments where they were going, "Oh, something's going on here." There was two of those. There was yeah. one to wait till right at the end of the first episode right. to get any. Any, and then the second episode it's you have dream Keith. It's dream. Know you're looking at you're looking at as dream logic. So everything. I put on bloody mute. He's actually overloading poor bloody StreamYard is having trouble keeping up with him. All right? It needed to be one episode. You could have compressed, as I said, you could have impressed this thing down into to one episode, but it is using dream logic, yeah? And I'll give you an example. I'll give you, like, another example. You had the, 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 the Strucker watch that they advertised in the middle, and then you had the beekeeper who came out of the sewer. That's yeah, not the beekeeper. That's a guy in a hazmat suit. Her brain has interpreted it as a beekeeper's thing, Yeah. I, I, I follow it, but I just I just don't care. 
that's the okay. problem. All right. I, know, All right. I know I get where you're coming from. I understand it. What I'm trying to do is you're you're looking at what's going on and everything's like I just I don't care about it. It's it, I'm bored. It just wasn't good. Okay. All right. I get that. We got that. I got that. No, I got that. To her what happened to her accent? She's not even American. How does she understand these shows? She grew up in where was it? Yes, but you would have to have seen these shows to get Does, the dream. No, you know, you don't. No, 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 no. Doesn't need to, because they don't even match with those things. She um, doesn't she come from the place in um, Sokovia? Sokovia, Sokovia, yeah, where the whole well, like the city gets where the uh, Age of Ultron bits happened. Yes, yeah, right. Um, I watched this with the kids, and um, they kept moaning that it was in black and white, and I get it because they're not used to that. Yeah, I've grown up on uh, Bewitched and things like that, which it reminded me of. And I'm like, okay, I can get on board. It's only 20 minutes long. Mm -hmm. It's not long to watch, hopefully. so. And there wasn't even little tidbits thrown in here and there, like all the time. It would have been better with every few minutes. There was like this thing going, oh, that's a bit out of place. Oh, that's a bit out of place. Oh, that is a two. Oh, but it wasn't. It was just like... It was just like an episode of Bloody Bewitched and uh, other stuff of that era. And they chuck something in, I think, at the very end of episode one, possibly, yeah. where they zoomed out and you could see somebody watching the TV. But then I just that, that was the title. Yeah, that's the bit that got me, right? We, we talked about this yesterday, where it was like it had the title sequence, and we thought the title sequence was part of the TV show. We thought, yeah. oh my god, they're going to show us the man behind the curtain. He's watching TV. She must be broadcasting it. This is probably the set of like tents that they've got outside the bubble that she's formed. Yeah, uh, but it's it seems it more like titles. it's just just a title screen and for the seven program. minutes of them. There were seven mm. minutes of those titles. And yeah, I was, was like, yes. I scrolled through it to see if there's anything in there. It's like, is they going? Is it going to like cut backwards yeah. and forward from reality and whatnot? <laughs> first episode is 21 minutes long and i was bored by it and i know i keep coming back to this the second episode is longer but what is is this a thing with disney plus you've got all of these things right you're a streaming service most you know the shortest episode of stranger things is 30 something minutes the longest one is an hour and a half, a half hour and 20 minutes i think why are we getting what is with disney plus showing us all these short episodes they've done it, it with the, the man the, 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 well, the water too long to say, but Sorry, stream, stream art is having trouble coping with your with you, your ranting, Keith. I just I like. like it. <laughs> I will leave it. At I that. know you don't like it. All right, I know, I know, and I can understand why you didn't like it. Because for me, it's watered down. That's what it is. It is watered down. That episode, you could have put that. I think I could have. I can chop it into a forty-minute episode and make it more interesting. Yeah, but if I was in charge of it, I would have probably cut it down to a twenty-minute episode and made it more interesting. Yeah. But if you, know, if you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. I think there's going to be some big twists and stuff in there. I think that they've watered it down and, and you're going to get some bigger things further on, but people are going to drop off and, and you're they, one of those people. Well, they are narrowing the market because they are focusing on Americana and it, it's that narrow because they're going to go... Because now that we've seen it go in colour, what's the bet they're going to do Brady Bunch next week? What is the betting it's going to be Brady Bunch? And again, Brady Bunch did not have a mass appeal outside of America. It didn't. The only thing that they've covered so far that is even re reasonably well-known outside of America is Bewitched. And I and and some people will remember I Dream of Jeannie. 
but it's it we're geeks. We we have a certain appreciation of Americana because we, we, we watch comic books and stuff. But what what are they thinking with this? It's it's it, they, they've gone all they've gone all nationalistic. It's it's like America first. And it's it's rubbish. It I, I was I'm sorry. I I know I keep ranting about it, but I, I this is not this is not on, good. On the bright side, Keith, the, the audio managed to keep up with you this time. Sorry, not yeah, on the bright side. Um there was, the only, for me, the only redeeming feature of this was um, uh, the fact that some bits of it were funny. The kids were laughing, and so it must have been funny. They were they chucked it in the, you know, here and there, and it was quite good. And and the scene with them on stage doing their little magic act and stuff, and him being gummed up by chewing gum and going all fucking drunk was actually quite a funny scene. But it didn't really. It didn't really move the plot on at all in the slightest. It, it didn't even need to be there, um, but it was. And unfortunately for the program, that was probably the best bit, and it didn't even need to be there. So they needed to have one episode and throw a bit more bits in, making you think that there's something outside there, but it didn't. It just looked like one... It just looked like they're going to do an entire season of her in black and white doing bewitch stuff. And that's what it felt like. Color, so it's going to be Brady Bunch next week. But look, I respect. I give you. I give you, Gareth. I respect you. Everything, and I think you're probably on the money. When I sit back and watch it, I think you. You know, think about it. I think you're on the money, and I respect you for your observations. I just got annoyed by it because it bored me, so I couldn't even get to that point. It, it it's an hour and forty minutes worth of film being stretched out over eight, eight episodes and watered down. That's what you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you. Um, That's what it is. The best thing that come out of that was um, they've also on Disney Plus got this. Uh, I think it's called Legends, um, where there's small seven minute long segments of each of the Marvel characters. So there's two up there so far: one for Vision and one for Wanda. And they're seven minutes long, and it takes you through their journey from the start how they joined the Marvel team, what happened to them in all the films, mm. and at the end, like Endgame. And they did that for Vision and for Wanda. And I quite enjoyed that, seeing their little journey. For, and I'm assuming they're going to do one for every Marvel Avengers character. That's the best thing that come out of this, I think. Um, yeah. And it's a separate thing that you can watch on the side, no, only seven minutes long. Okay, I thought I, I I found some of the bits interesting. It's because it's a puzzle. It's a very watery puzzle. All right, it's I I, I, I as I said to Nige, didn't need to be as, as long. I haven't watched those those legend bits yet, um, because I only watched I watched it while eating lunch. Yeah, I Hang watched on. the first episode while I, eating lunch. I, yeah. Can I, can I can I just pause you? Something's just happened, and I think I need to check if the moon's gone blue. Nigel has seen something before you, Gareth. I mean, seriously, check outside. Is there a blue moon? It was an autoplay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was along the top. It was an autoplay, mate. Just along the top. Sorry, I'm trying to get used to this. Have I gone into an alternate universe? No, you haven't gone into the, uh, an alternate universe, Keith. You're perfectly fine. Um, I would check for aneurysms. Can you smell burnt toast? Did we all have beards? <laughs> This is a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, we've all had beards. Right. Okay. 
All right. I thought there were some interesting bits in there. Um, I'll be honest yeah. with you. I, I, I wasn't paying as much attention to it as you guys because I was doing worky bits in between um, because I've got more work than I can handle at the moment. Um, but hey, so let's, uh, let's, let's finish this off. Let's round this off and put a bow on it with... Woman's epic reply to neighbor's notes telling her to stop screaming during sex. <laughs> it's gonna be another okay. one of those. <laughs> A Twitter user explained that last night with her partner, she received an angry note from one of her neighbors who asked her to stop screaming like a pig. Now I imagine this is uh, a very uh, shapely lady, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> in regards to it. Uh, a woman revealed that she was shamed by her neighbours for screaming like a pig during sex. The woman from the UK who undergoes the, uh, the screen name at sharp by name eight uh, explains that uh, a night. Oh God, I'm sorry, I need some water. I've run out of water. Oh, uh, she, uh, sorry, after a night of passionate sex, she received an angry note from one of the neighbours. Uh, the picture is a ha a picture is a handwritten letter on Twitter. It reads. Can you please stop screaming like a pig at daft o'clock when you are shagging? <laughs> daft o'clock, I like that. Daft o'clock, yes. Um, we're all sick of it, neighbours. <laughs> seeing the funny of that, she uh, seeing the funny side of things. She ca ca captioned the snaps. I've personally thought I, I sounded more like a herbal essence woman, but uh, off I go, I guess. Um, yeah. Do you know so, want to know something funny? I knew the actress that did that, the herbal essence. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I thought I you. Know. I thought. I thought you were going to say my neighbour does exactly the same when I sent them a letter as well, no, but in Thai. I know the person that had to do the orgasm for it. Okay. She used to come. In there were several. There were several orgasm yeah. women in the herbal essences thing because they were like under waterfalls and shit like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's of what the fuck story. We'll leave it there. Um, no, what was the reply? Sorry? What was the reply? Didn't she the reply was so... she put it on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Um, so everything else is, is Twitter, and we all know that Twitter is brain cancer. Um, it is brain cancer, and, and I know this. Brave enough to follow us on Twitter, you'll find us. Monkey nut punch. Thanks. You record. Mm -hmm. I really, really, I really need to re-record the audio and, and, and bits on that. Um, so, um, any? I uh, let's have a look. Well, uh, I've broken a bed having sex, and I've torn the inside of my rib cage having sex. There you go. Thanks. Look, all of a sudden, the viewers went up. <laughs> I know you know that I tore my rib, uh, the lining of my rib. Don't, don't because, me. Because, no, it wasn't. It wasn't with you. It wasn't with you before I snap. All right. It was with someone else. I'm married to her. But you knew that if you made me laugh, it would hurt because the tearing. Uh, and you used to you used to use that to incapacitate me. You'd do something stupid, and I'd laugh like a, a like a, a lunatic. And I'd just be laying on the floor in pain and laughing at the same time. And you'd be like kind of lording it over me, like I have a superpower now. <laughs> I've forgotten that, but I remember it. Oh, the mind trees were great. Um. um I just like to point out, I don't think Chuck likes the. Um, um... I know he doesn't like it. I just. Just say it's crap. Just say it's crap. 
I'm not going to say it's crap. He has to go through four episodes. That's then the rules. Yes. Say, so, uh, okay. Four All right. Four episodes. If I get to four, four episodes, episodes, I cannot I, I withhold judgments until I hit episode number four. And then, if you haven't got me by episode four, you're crap. All right. And on that note, it's time to say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Ah, where's the outro? It's gone. There, there it is. Yeah, I won't tell the other stories that we did during the 90s. God, they were good times. The amount of alcohol we drank. Amazing. <laughs>